Hello, welcome back to Magic Woods. This story is called Halfway Island. Some Mimis had escaped the ruin of a tisket, of course. A few women flew away from the wrecked city and headed west to the sister city of Atasket. And one boy had survived, Baby Pokey, who was held in the arms of Era. Now, even though Era was very strong for her age, it was hard for her to fly with a baby in her arms. She fell behind the other women. And then it began to rain, and her wet clothes and wings made it even harder to stay aloft. She started to lose altitude and descended close to the surface of the lake, even skimming the surface a couple of times. The resultant spray of lake water made Pokey giggle. <laughs> but Aero wasn't laughing. She was weary and worried. I don't want my baby brother to drown, she thought. I have to get him to safety. Then she remembered the tiny rock island where she and her friends had crashed. It was about halfway across the lake, so she called it Halfway Island in her mind. I need to find Halfway Island so I can rest my wings. She barely made it. The tiny island appeared before her out of the gray, misty rain. She might have missed it had she flown but a few feet to either side. She landed on the cold, hard surface and rested, taking deep breaths and feeling her wings spasm with exhaustion. She set Pokey down, and almost immediately he began crawling toward the water, and she said, No! Stay away from the water! Wah-wah! Pokey said, not listening. Era had to jump up and grab him before he tumbled into the cold, dark depths. He squirmed to get out of her arms, and he went, Ngata! Era sighed as tears ran down her cheeks. She said, you're lucky you're a baby. You don't know that anything's wrong. But everything's wrong. That awful goddess killed everyone. Pokey said, Gabba Bum Bum? No, her name's not Gabba Bum Bum. She said her name was Mama. Pokey said, Grandma! No, she's not a grandma. Era took some berries from her pack, and she mushed them into a paste and fed them to Pokey who also delighted in squishing the berries into his hair. Then she tried to change Pokey's diaper, washing it in the water as best she could. Almost as soon as she turned her back, he started crawling towards the water, and she, he went, Wawa! And Era said, No! And she grabbed him just in time, pulling him back from the edge. Eventually, the rain stopped. The smell of smoke from the ruined city drifted west across the water. Era yawned. She desperately needed rest or she wouldn't be able to fly the rest of the way across the lake. But she couldn't leave Pokey unattended. At last, Pokey yawned too. <sighs> Era made a little bed for him on the one blanket she had packed. A wet blanket, but it was better than nothing. And when at last he fell asleep, Era curled up beside him and closed her eyes. She thought, this is my only chance to get some rest but it was hard for her to fall asleep. She was full of worry, and it was still daylight, and lake midges darted around her face, making sleep almost impossible. <sighs> but at last, out of sheer exhaustion, she drifted into an uneasy slumber. She fell into a troubled dream. In the dream, she was shrinking, smaller and smaller, until she was the size of a midge. And then she kept shrinking until she was smaller than the smallest atom. And still she shrank until she was adrift in a nebulous void at the heart of nothing. 
And then the ball of light, the evil goddess who called herself Mamma, appeared and said, Mmm, give me everything you have. And Era held out her hands and said, I have nothing left. And then the evil goddess said, We'll see about that. And she stuck a thin sliver of metal into Era's palm. To Era's surprise, it didn't even hurt. And no blood came out. And Era said, See, I have nothing. I don't even have blood left. A mysterious noise punctuated the dream, an out-of-place sound. It sounded like a stone sinking into a pond. And then a stranger's voice somewhere in the dream said, You must wake up now! And Era dragged herself up from the dream world and into the light of late afternoon. Huh? She blinked, unable to remember where she was at first. Then she remembered that she was on Halfway Island. She sat up and looked around. Pokey was nowhere to be seen. <gasps> Pokey, she cried, Pokey! She saw a faint ripple, an undulation in the water by the north side of the island. And then she saw a flash of movement, something sinking slowly into the depths. It was her baby brother. <gasps> no! Psh! She dove in after him, and she pulled Pokey to shore and laid him down on the blanket. His eyes were closed and he wasn't breathing. She gently pressed her fingers to his breastbone and started pushing, and she blew air into his mouth. He didn't respond. She went, please be okay, please, please, and she rubbed her amulet her little telltale for good luck. Suddenly, Pokey went, and spat a bunch of lake water right up into her face. Era started to cry, she was so relieved. And then Pokey started to cry. And Era yelled at him. She said, you need to stay away from the water. Do you understand me? Water is bad. Wawa bad. Yes, wawa bad. And then Pokey said, me wa mama. I want dada. And Era said, I do too, little brother. I do too. And then the two lost children held each other tight on that forsaken rock, crying for all they had lost. They stayed on Halfway Island for two days. Pokey kept away from the water, thank goodness, and Era slowly regained her strength. At last, on the third day, they ran out of seeds and berries, and Era said, Okay, little brother, ready to fly again? And he held up his arms and said, Fly! So she picked him up and they headed west, skimming over the water. Her wings started spasming again. But they made it to the far shore before her strength gave out completely. Oh, they fairly crashed onto the wooded beach. And then Era just lay by the water's edge, exhausted. But Pokey was full of energy, because he didn't have to do anything. He was just being carried the whole time. And he started crawling around on the beach, and he went, Lunch time! And he picked up a handful of sand and stuck it in his mouth. And then he went, and tried to spit it out. Era went, oh, seriously? And then Pokey said, Poopy. And then Era could smell his diaper. And she went, oh, pew, again? She removed Pokey's soiled diaper and washed it in the lake as best she could. Meanwhile, naked little Pokey decided to roll around on the beach and got sand all over himself, in his hair, on his face, all over his back, everywhere. He went, go, go. He was having a great time. And Era went, ah, oh, and she had to bathe him in the lake to wash as much of the sand off as she could. 
And she went, it's hard being a babysitter. I'm only a kid myself. I need somebody to babysit me. And then she collapsed on the beach and cried. And Pokey toddled over and touched her face and said, Ewa, boo-boo. Ewa said, yes, in my heart. Then she felt her stomach rumbling. And Pokey's belly rumbled in answer. So she brushed away her tears and she stood up and said, okay, I think a tasket is a little ways north of here. We'll rest here tonight and in the morning we'll follow the shoreline until we get there. And then we can find someone to take care of us. Pokey said, Grandma. Era said, no, not her. They traveled for two days. Era's wing was still sore, so they had to walk. Or rather, Era walked while she carried her squirming brother in her arms. It was slow going. Era went, once we get there, I can rest and get someone else to babysit him for a while. But before they even reached the city, Era could sense that something was very, very wrong. She smelled smoke from a great burning, and a deadly silence lay over the land. When they reached the city, they saw that it lay in ruins. The buildings had been blasted and destroyed, and every last Mimi was gone. And she went, oh no, what are we going to do? And she set Pokey down. He immediately crawled into a patch of poison ivy, and she went, no, and picked him up again, and he went down. He was sick of being carried. Era finally gave up and she said fine and she put him down on the ground and he crawled into a different clump of bushes and began putting things into his mouth and she went do whatever you want she checked her telltale the P and A sides were shiny although a tad less shiny than before her parents sides were still tarnished and dull and she went what can I do what can I do who's left to help us then a noise in the undergrowth made her jump (gasps) She thought it was an animal, some kind of predator, but it was just her baby brother. And then she remembered Trini's story about the big red mountain full of talking animals. It was nearby. Perhaps there, she and her brother could find safety at last. Well, that's the end of the story, Halfway Island. And in the next story, Era makes a couple of great friends who stay with her for most of the rest of her adventures. The next story is called Dazzy and Katerina. Goodbye.